Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 27th. Donald Trump's big acceptance speech tonight on the South Lawn of the White House. What does he need to do? And we'll take a look at Nancy Pelosi suggesting there should be no debates this fall. And finally, top White House aides rather dismissive of the unprecedented response from the sports world to police brutality. Donald Trump set to accept his party's renomination as its presidential candidate in this 2020 campaign tonight on the South Lawn of the White House. Once again, just displaying how totally different this entire campaign season is and the use of the People's House as the backdrop for a political event. That might have caused outrage a few weeks ago. Already people are accustomed to it and moving on, it seems. The goals for Donald Trump tonight are what they have been all week long for this convention, which is twofold. Take down Joe Biden a peg or two or three, if you can, and shore up some of the deficiencies you have in the electorate with independents, with moderates, with suburban women. This has been the dual track of this convention and look for Donald Trump to do it as well. In fact, in some of the excerpts released before Trump delivered his speech, it is clear that he is going to try and draw the starkest contrast possible with Joe Biden. Not unlike Biden did with Trump a week ago at his speech. Both candidates are putting this election, the stakes of this election, the context of this election, in just hyperbolic terms of how important they each see it for the future of the country. I think it's important to pay attention to what Donald Trump says tonight, but I think it is just as important to pay attention to what Donald Trump says and does in the days after. For three and a half years of the Trump presidency, we have seen the difference between teleprompter Donald Trump and off-the-cuff Twitter feed Donald Trump. And that is going to be on display tonight. He can stick to the script that has been the script of this convention all week long and try to recraft his image in a way that doesn't necessarily reflect the reality of what we see in the Trump presidency day in and day out. And he may do so with some success. But then pay attention to the hours and days following. Does he return to the grievance politics? Does he return to the racially divisive rhetoric? That's key. Also, all reporting suggests that he's going to bring up Kenosha, Wisconsin tonight. That's good. Bring up a moment that is happening in our country where people are clearly expressing outrage and pain due to injustice. But mentioning Kenosha is very different than mentioning Jacob Blake, the man who was shot seven times in front of his kids by a police officer, and how that seems to be an epidemic in America. Donald Trump, president of the United States of America, we're four days into this tragedy in Wisconsin, and we still haven't heard from him on it. So he may want to lay down the law and order messaging that he thinks will win back the suburbs and win back independence. Yet, as president of the United States, he has a responsibility to address yet another police shooting of an unarmed black man. So it's important that we listen carefully for what's in the speech and what is left out of the speech. Here's what else matters today. Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi stirring the pot as she likes to do. She went before reporters and said that she's really reticent about the idea of having presidential debates this fall. Don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden. I don't think that there should be any debates. 
I do not think that the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that has any association with truth, evidence, data, and facts. This has actually been chatter in Democratic circles for quite some time. If there's really any way to win a wrestling match with the president on a debate stage who doesn't debate honestly and base his comments in facts. But Joe Biden, the Democratic nominee, rejected this idea immediately. As long as the commission continues down the straight and narrow as they have, I'm going to debate him now. I know for certain that they're going to I'm going to try. I'm going to be a fact checker on the floor while I'm debating him. So clearly, while there may be some concern among Democrats that getting on the debate stage with Donald Trump is a no-win situation, Joe Biden clearly believes that's not the path he should take in the final weeks of this campaign. And finally today, as the country is dealing with this racial reckoning at hand, we saw the sports world step up and put its voice and muscle into this moment in a way that we simply have not seen at this scale before. And so seeing NBA players pause the playoffs and seeing the WNBA and tennis players and others getting involved in this moment, in this movement, in a very robust fashion is certainly noteworthy. White House aides were asked about these moves this morning when they were out on cable television. Both Jared Kushner and Mark Short, they were a little dismissive. Look, I think that the NBA players are very fortunate that they have the financial position where they're able to take a night off from work without uh, having to to have uh, the consequences to themselves financially. So they have that luxury, which is great. I, look, I don't know that you're going to see the administration weigh in that one way or the other. In my mind, it's, it's, it's absurd and silly. If they want to protest, I don't think we care. Again, rather dismissive of something that caught the nation's attention in a pretty high-impact way, I'm not sure is the best approach for them because it still begs the question of where is Donald Trump's response to this moment? I don't know much about the NBA protest. I know their ratings have been very bad because I think people are a little tired of the NBA, frankly, uh, but I don't know too much about the protest. But I know their ratings have been very bad, and that's too, that's unfortunate. They've become like a political organization, and that's not a good thing. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.